0: Our region is full of fascinating people and places. Host Keegan Van Hook from Southern Oregon PBS finds them for a monthly TV show called Us As We Are that covers a variety of events and people. He shares an audio version with the Jefferson Exchange the day before the TV show airs. This month, we hear about a community organization in Josephine County that helps people with missing loved ones. And he shares highlights of last month's
1: Ashland World Music Festival. Howdy there, folks. I'm Keegan Van Hook and this is Us As We Are. I've got two stories to share with you today. We'll explore culture from around the world by talking with performers at the Ashland World Music Festival about the music they play and tap our feet to their eclectic beats. But first, we'll go to Grants Pass to talk about the issue of missing people in Josephine County with attendees of a rally set up by the advocates and families of the missing. Great to
2: meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Gwen Barringer. I'm the lead coordinator and founder of a little thing called the Josephine County Missing Person Project. And we're here today to help raise awareness for over 25 of our
1: locally missing. Gathered outside the Josephine County Courthouse is a group of about 15 people, all holding signs showing the picture of a missing person and a description of their disappearance. At the top of each sign, it says, where is Sherry or where is Kenny?
3: My name's April and this is my brother, Kevin. He went missing in 87. Um, Even though it's been 36 years, it still hurts and we would like any information. Kevin had some mental health problems. Um, He was on a motorcycle and he was headed to California and we received a call that they had found his belongings up at Cave Junction. We've never heard another thing since. My
4: name is Gayna Redding. Lisa Cronin is my daughter. She has been missing since December 19th, 2019. She was living with her boyfriend her daughter tried calling her and he said she was at the store he'd have her call him back and this went on for three days there's always an excuse why lisa couldn't answer her phone i called him and he got mad at me for bugging him said that uh, he was mad at her and if i find her let him know he'd do something about it the next day he threatened to slice my throat for bothering him and everything she owned is missing nothing left of her like she never existed It's never been solved, the state police still have it. My name's Aaliyah Marie Corey and Kenneth Greth was
0: my son's father. He has been missing since 2001 and there's been no known instances of what happened honestly and they found our car at the bottom of a ravine. Unfortunately, uh, living in small communities you find other recreational things to do such as drugs and Uh, He was mixed in with the wrong people. Regardless of the situation that he was in, he was still someone's parent and someone's child.
5: Hi, uh, my name is John Fry, uh, and my missing daughter is Fauna Fry, and she's been missing for almost uh, three years now. She disappeared after a tragedy, her brother passed, and uh, she left from eugene to come down here to visit some old friends because we've lived here off and on since 1977. we've had several searches with dogs and the search and rescue
4: it's the worst thing any mother could go through i pray every night for my daughter i hear her yelling help me mom they're killing me they're killing me you know i need answers I need answers. So if any of you know, please, please come to us.
3: We need answers. There's so many missing. He could be alive and walk around the corner in a moment. And and if he's gone, just the thought that he's out there and his body's not claimed and not home with us is, is hurtful as well. I mean, you carry it with you and you hope that one day that you're gonna get some news that they've been located.
0: Being involved in a situation where there's somebody missing in your life, it's not something you ever think that you're going to experience, but it happens,
2: and unfortunately, it's happening a lot here in Josephine County. Missing people is a piece of the overall larger puzzle of a broken system. Here's
1: JoCo Missing Person Project Coordinator Gwen Barringer.
2: We're in Grants Pass right here. We have the Josephine County Sheriff's Department and the Grants Pass Police Department here we have nothing in Cave Junction I live in Cave Junction, that's where I am from we have nothing we have OSP and Joko, like the Joko Sheriff's Office that occasionally comes out, but I mean I had a woman trying to bang down the door of my house at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and the only reason a cop got sent was because I told the guy if you don't send someone out here and she makes it into my house, you're gonna have to send a coroner, and I don't think anyone wants that You call the cops half the time when you live in the more rural areas, and the answer
3: you get is that this is beyond our available resources. I was 17 when Kevin disappeared, and I was unable to do anything. I didn't know what to do. And this just gives me an opportunity to come out and hold a sign and say, hey, he has a family that loves him.
5: Somebody knows something, you know, and somebody's seen something. If anybody's seen Fauna, please um, report it to... uh Josephine County is where she disappeared.
2: Word of mouth is really what's going to get these cases resolved. People saying things to people who will then tell the things.
0: Does everybody share posts when people are missing? Because more than likely they really are missing. It's not because they just choose to be gone. So please share, share, share. And these could be your loved ones also. So don't be afraid to participate in being part of the community and the unity in the community.
3: Yeah, we are a normal, non-dramatic family and it happened to us and it can happen to anybody. And um, you know, the thing that the public can do is if they just see any, any of these faces, if even if they kind of, I'm not sure, call. Just make that call and let someone else look into it then. I just want people to know that if your
2: loved one were to go missing, Even if we didn't agree on the same things, I would still help you look for them. I would still help print flyers, make flyers, do what I could. And I think that more people should feel the same.
1: Our second story takes us to Ashland for one of the town's many large annual events, the Ashland World Music Festival. We'll listen to some of the music from each performance and talk with the artists.
2: I'm Sophia Blanton, I'm with Rogue World Music. Today um, is the eighth annual Ashland World Music Festival. It's about cultural connection, it's about getting everyone together in a shared positive experience where we can all feel good Sunday afternoon in the park and just celebrate life.
1: Kevin Carr is my name. Daniel
0: O.K.
5: Carr. Josie Mendelson. And you
1: are the Carr family trio. So yes. tell me about your band. So our son, and uh, we often if, if she's around, our daughter plays with us as well.
6: And we started playing together when she lived in Galicia. So I, I grew up playing punk rock and heavy metal music, and um, my parents, when I was in my 20s, offered me a free ticket to Galicia if I learned to play their kind of music, So, I uh, folk music. So I took them up and haven't looked back. It's been great.
5: I've been playing pretty much my whole life. I think we met playing Irish music
6: and we started going to these music camps and we were exposed to all kinds of other traditional music. So I've always been attracted to dance music and traditional music with deep roots. You know, music's been a huge part of our life and our family's life. And it's an honor to play here in front of everyone and get to share uh, the music that, you know, I've grown up with, with having them as uh, parents. So it's, it's great, yeah.
5: And having him as a son. And <laughs> my thanks to everybody who helped put this on.
6: My K. Verma. I'm an Indian classical and contemporary sitarist and composer based in the Bay Area, San Francisco. This is actually one of the oldest uh, musical traditions in the world. It's called North Indian classical or Hindustani classical music and it's now practiced by people all over the world. It's unique in some ways because it's got both tradition and classicism, just as, you know, Bach and Beethoven and European classical music, but it also has improvisation like jazz. And so it has this amazing kind of union between uh, things that have been composed centuries or millennia ago and what you're feeling as an artist right in the moment. Um, just as with language, you know, we didn't invent the words that we're using to speak English, we didn't invent the grammar, that's traditional, right? It's, it's passed down to us by our parents and, and our teachers, right? But what we're saying in the moment is improvised, right? And so Indian classical music is very similar in that way, in that it's got the tradition of the vocabulary and grammar and the spontaneity of fresh improvisation expression.
1: So what you were playing up there was kind of uh, your own creation in a way?
6: Yeah, it's my own crit. Crea- you could say it's my own poem in a traditional language. You know, it's like that sort of thing. So it's like it's like writing freehand in a language that you already know.
3: Music Collective. We play music from many parts of the world. Um, we, I'm from Latvia so uh, Eastern Europe um, all the way down to the Balkans and then here we have Ruth who is uh, Puerto Rican so we do some Latin as well and and then we kind of venture out from those areas into other regions as
0: well as an exploration for us all. And there's nothing like having people dance to your music. As a singer that's the thing that gives you the most feedback is when you see people dancing because we can't dance. We would love to dance especially We're her and I dancers. really are dancers <laughs> and it's very hard to control all of that inside of you but when you see others reacting through dance that feeds, that feeds us. Yeah. So that's a gift. This is all pretty new to me, I'm a New Orleans player and learning, uh, learning the Eastern European and kind of klezmer has been just an eye-opener for
5: me and way fun.
6: Blunt. I am a performer of traditional African-American folk music. I live in Providence, Rhode Island. All of the stuff that I play today comes from black and indigenous musicians, mostly in the southeast, but I went as far west as Texas and Oklahoma today. I mean, I'm playing fiddle and banjo stuff that I learned from recordings of dead people that I've never met, you know? Uh, And I think we have this illusion that old fiddle and banjo music is close to something old because the songs themselves are old, but we also need to embrace the very modern way in which we learn it now. That it used to be, you'd learn it from a friend, who learned it from a friend, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and nowadays, we're learning it from electronic replicas of dead people that we have never met. Um, there's something very futuristic about that approach to
1: the tradition as well. Well, your set sounded great. Uh, was it fun up there? Absolutely. It was hot, but it was a great time. Yeah, nice. a really engaged crowd. <laughs> So my name is Jason Eckel from the San Francisco Yiddish Combo.
2: I'm Rebecca Rodman.
1: And I'm Josh Mellinger. And over there selling CDs is Colin Williams. So the music we played today was called klezmer music. This is the music of Eastern European Jewish folks. But at its heart, it's dance music and party music. And we really saw that today.
3: Yes, we did, and we saw a lot of people out there dancing, enjoying the sunshine, even when it started to rain a little bit. Didn't stop anybody.
4: I just had a blast. This is such a great event. What a great combination of all the different cultures together, and everyone's looking like they're having a great time, so I did too.
3: Ashland is one of our favorite places to visit. Not only are the people so welcoming and warm, but they always have a good time when they come on out. Just absolutely lovely here.
4: Just what a treat.
2: Right after this concert is over today at 5 o'clock, we're having a percussion parade down Winburn Way to the Ashland Plaza, and we're having a live Brazilian dance party in the plaza with the band Alquimistas.
1: Well, folks, that's all I have time for this month, but I want to encourage you to tune in to the full-length episode of Us As We Are on Southern Oregon PBS tomorrow, Saturday, July 1st at 7 p.m. to learn more about the Josephine County Missing Person Project, world music, and more stories from the past month. You can also find me online on YouTube, Instagram, and at sopbs.org usasweare us as we are.